It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, so we do the podcast with you, Al. Hello. Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, there's a gentleman uh, who drives uh, for the rideshare companies, like a Uber, yeah. Lyft. He's a, uh, a listener to the program. I'm not going to use his name. Normally, I would, but this is an odd story, so I don't want to. I don't know. Defame if Defame him? No, no, not that. I don't know if he wants this information out there. Okay. So. As a guy, though, I see around town. He does a lot of uh, Jersey Shore runs. He, uh, I've stopped and chatted with him before. So yesterday, I was walking my dog, and he, he saw me. Did like. Whoo, a Yui back. And he goes, oh, how you doing? But we explained, exchanged pleasantries. And then he said, uh, he goes, I have a story for you. He goes, uh, pick up this woman in Eatontown, New Jersey, older woman. He said, and she says to me, uh, do you mind if I take a nap? He was taking her to like past seaside. So okay. it's a bit of a ride. Sure. She said, hey, I, you know, I didn't sleep well last night. Do you mind if I nap in the back? He goes, yep, no problem. I'll let you know when we get to the place. He says he gets to the place. He says to her, uh, we're here. Nothing. So he goes, well, let me go. Uh-oh. Let me go wake her up. She was dead. Oh, my God. He said, he went and you know, opened the back door. I said, Mrs. Whatever, we're here. He said she was stiff as a board and no pulse. Wow. I go, what do you do? Call the police. Yeah, he says, you got to call the police. Yeah, you're not going to bury her. But now you're... <laughs> What yeah, you, you just do? take her out to the ocean. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was 71. Oh. Died in his car. And. Just wasn't feeling right. Was tired. Yeah, it was tired. She went to off. sleep and just didn't wake up. Which is how it all should be for us. Yeah. Although not in the back of an Uber. No, 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 no. Maybe no, at no, home. No. When we're 100 and we go to bed one yeah. night, we don't wake up. Yeah. So he said, you know, but now your car is a place where someone has passed, so they have to. Flag it? Well, no, you just have to, they have to, um, I don't know if the coroner has to log where the person passed. So it involves you not being able to leave the scene and go about your day and go home. He said he was up all night with the police and with all this stuff. So I'm going, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And all stuff. I go through all that stuff. I go, oh, that's a pretty cool story. He goes, no, not really. No, not not a cool story. He goes, uh, and here's something I did not think of. Bad enough. Oh, a woman passes in yes. your car. Yes. Oh, cool story. You know, he goes, no, 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 cool story. I go, oh. He goes, yeah, you do know what happens when you die, right? I go, what? He goes, you lose all your bowels. Sure. Yeah. I, I would never have thought of that. Mm-hmm. So. The car's a mess. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would never. Not only did someone die in your car. It's not Hollywood. N- it is not Hollywood, it's Jerry. Not Hollywood. I would not know that, like, if I came home and a family member had died in the house, that 
they lose their bowels. I don't know that that happens every time, but I do know that that happens. Uh, though it makes sense, It right? does make sense, yeah, sure. Ooh. Although I would think if you're stiff as a board, as they say, like that, maybe your sphincter muscle would tighten up too. Uh, but I guess not. Probably on where you are in the digestion process, right? That there's a lot. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's every time. Yeah. Sometimes during oh, an I see autopsy, they open up and the person had just eaten, and maybe well, that's what has they can happened. find sometimes uh, right. uh, out about somebody. Right. So that's horrible. And meanwhile, he was in his car that I see him in, like. He's an Uber driver. He doesn't have a, a cavalcade of automobiles. Man. Uh, serious call question for, that? for you now. You call for an Uber. He shows up. You getting in the back of the car? I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, knowing that I know that. Yes, that's what I'm asking you. I'd have oh, a hard you. time. You know what? I'm going to pass. I, I I have used his services before, uh, and he's very good. I'm sure he is. I'm asking you so a question. I, You're going to get in the back I, seat. Here's what I would. I would the next time I see him, I would ask him, "Well, what's the cleaning procedure?" And then if I was happy with what I heard, oh, I'm sure the car was de- disinfected, yeah. and cl- deep cleaned. And but all how do you? Who do you even call for that? Uh, you, to a detailer. Uh, a detailer. A woman uh, bypassed in my but car they, and she lost her bowels. Well, you don't have to explain all that. You could just say that there you was were, an accident. Yeah, that's what they do for a living. They clean cars. Let me ask you this: How about this for a movie, Jerry? This uh, guy drives for a rideshare company, and when he doesn't have people in the car, the ghost of this woman talks to him. She, it's friendly. She's friendly ghost. You know what I mean? You call it Casper? Uh, well, Casper was like a young boy. Whatever, dude. She's an older woman. But, like, Good. I wonder. Why don't you pitch it to Tyler Hale? Maybe they can put it on CBS Sports <laughs> Network. So. In place of us? <laughs> no. <laughs> Instead of doing the warm-up show, have an hour right before Boomer and Geo of a ghost of a... Ghost rider. <laughs> There you go. There's the name of it. <laughs> CBS does have that show called Ghosts. Have you yes, ever seen the promos for that? That is correct. And also yeah. you had the show I also think was on CBS with Jennifer Love Hewitt where she could talk to the dead and talk yes. to ghosts. Boy, CBS loves I don't remember this. the name of that show, though. CBS loves uh, ghosts. I, yeah. I got to hook this guy up. Yep. Was it Ghost Whisperer? Was that the name of that show? Maybe. Yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah, but that was a wild story. I wonder how many people that's happened to. You know, sure, it happens a, more than you think. Right. It also goes to show the more you drive, the more opportunity there is for weird things to happen. Yes. You know, that's, you know, it's like I've had, op- I've had ideas about doing certain things that, in, that involve more people coming out just to not give it out, give it yeah. away. But then you're like, oh, more people. That means there's more chances that someone acts like a jackass. Yep. And you have to cover for them or apologize for them or kick them out. Yeah. It's like the more you deal with people, the more chances are that someone's going to act like an a-hole. Right. Or in this case, something like that happens. Very yeah. unfortunate. Wow. That is wild. Yeah. It's, you why, it's the... why you talk to a, like a flight attendant after 20 years of service. They probably have stories galore because while 19 out of 20 flights are great, I'm sure one out of every 20 or one out of every 30, there is some F-head that just does something so wrong yeah. that completely, you know, either makes the flight uncomfortable, they make it uncomfortable people around them. It just, it happens. So many people. I wonder if he thinks now when he picks older people up, like, oh boy, how's your health? Please don't die in my automobile. Uh, I'm sure the next time someone asks to take a nap, he might say no. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're staying awake and we are talking this Stop whole ride. Stop the car, get out. <laughs> yeah. Would you put that in an obituary, died in an Uber, or no. would you just no. passed? 
peacefully no. in her sleep. Yeah, no, that's all. I don't need those details. I want details. When I pass Jerry, if I pass in an Uber, I want those details out in my... All right, what if you die in your shower naked? You want that detailed? He died in his shower naked? <laughs> yes. In his bath fitter. Get it out to the bath fitter, people. <laughs> and you get the endorsement <laughs> yeah, fee. They, Posthumously. One more, one more quick endorsement. Goes to your uh, your nephew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves his final bath fitter endorsement. To his well, nephew, Drew. <laughs> yeah, so that was just the wild stuff. I got to tell you, story. I thought about that all day yesterday after I heard that story. Yeah, I can understand why. can understand why. Yeah. Not great. At least it was a, an older person. You know what I mean? Like That'd be weird if like a... Yeah, I don't look at... I, I know what you're going to say. I just don't look at 71 as, well, yeah, they lived a good life. No, not really. Yeah. To me now, 85 minimum. Yeah, and it's not like, okay, so she, what I say? She was 71, 71 I think you said. She, she wasn't going from, like, someplace to, like, she was going from someplace to her house. So she was out of her house. It wasn't yeah. like she was, like, she didn't think she was dying. Staying at home. All, right? None of us know. She thought she was getting, let me ask you this. How does, I guess you pay before the ride, the Uber ride, but probably couldn't tip them. You're such a bad guy. <laughs> Actually, you can tip them immediately. I don't. No, but I'm saying she... W- oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You can you tip can when you tip. get in the car. Oh, I didn't know that. I do not do that. Yeah, I wait either. until it's over. You got to have them make sure they, they yes. know their their tip is dependent on Correct. how good things go. Yeah. I'm going to give you five stars and you, act, you drive like a jackass. I can't take it back. Right. So I wait till I get dropped yeah, off. Yeah, that's good. And hopefully stay alive. It also makes you think like this woman. She probably had money in the bank. Now what? Yeah. Or had crazy debts. Or had crazy debts. Yeah. Who knows? Might have had a mortgage. Might have had rent. Who knows? You don't know. Or she might be she might have like a million dollars in the bank. Correct. No idea. That is right. Man. You don't know. You're right. That woman did not know that day when she called her Uber. No one knows their day, their their expiration date. That was her chariot to heaven that day. Right. She did not know that. Right. Her last vision was seeing him and shutting her eyes in Eatontown, New Jersey. Oh. Right. But no, it was nice though too. She trusted him to that she was going to take a nap in the true. car. That's how much of a positive vibes he must give out. That That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you got into an Uber and you were not all thrilled with your Uber driver, you would not pass that out. That is very true. Especially if you're a woman. That's true, too. That's got to be weird. Like, you ever think about that? Like, we're men, Jerry. We're very manly men. Yeah, you yeah. and I, we we both know jujitsu. We can handle ourselves. <laughs> but it's got, like, you know, a woman... Like, if you get drunk in a bar, let's say, mm-hmm. and you need a ride home, you call an Uber. Yes. You're trusting that they're not going to take advantage of you. You're, and you're probably in goody, pretty good mm-hmm. hands that nothing weird's going to go down. Except there are bad people in this world. But. That could do that if specifically you're a, for that reason. Yeah. If you're a woman, you're in a much different spot than yeah. a guy calling an Uber mm-hmm. late at night to drop you off at your apartment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, that's. That could be trouble. Now, I think as an Uber driver, if you took advantage of a woman like that, it's probably a one and done, and you're you probably yes. end up in jail. Correct. But it's it can happen. Yeah, it absolutely can happen. I had a female Uber driver for the Boomer and uh, the Boomer Garmini Garmani event. Yeah, she was gorgeous, brand new Tesla, maybe thirty years old, and wanted nothing to do with me. Like she was on the phone. Uh huh. She didn't look. She didn't say Mr. Jerry, like nothing. It was, I don't even know if she saw me because the way she pulled up in front of the house, I came out of the garage from behind the car. I got in. I'm just like, all I said was, hi, how are you? And she gave me one of these with like, you know, like a wave. And off we went. 
and she talked the entire time to whoever she was talking to. That very deep, it was English, but very deep accent. Hmm. And I said, thank you. And she turned around and she goes, you're welcome. Beautiful. But like no eye contact, nothing. Maybe that's her way of not engaging with the customers so that then the cut the, sure. the weird old guys be like, I think this chick's into me. Very well could be the case. Very well could be the case. Man, I, you, that's got to be a tough spot. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There are a couple of people you don't want to be friends with. Uh, an Uber driver who loves to talk on the oh, phone God. because imagine you're there. Hey, Jerry, what are you doing? anybody that wants to talk on the phone? Right. <laughs> but in particular, there's Uber drivers that are always on the sure. phone. In New Jersey, I've found, you know, we're, we're in New Jersey where we get our gas pumped for us. To I used to always go to these places. The guys were always on the phone talking to who? Mm-hmm. Hopefully another gas station attendant, because otherwise you're boring your friend that you're calling, right? Because you're bored. Mm-hmm. I want no part of that, Jerry. No, I the, the phone. I've had enough of the phone. Me too. No, thank you. I'll talk. I'll talk to you when I see you. Yes. I I can't say the phone to me is like everything good, great. All right. Yep. See you next. Perfect. See ya. Yeah. I don't need stories. I'm. It's whatever. Not interested. Yep. You live your life. I will live mine. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about mine. Don't want to hear about yours. <laughs> right. If something extraordinary happens, like someone dies in my automobile, I'll let you know. But you don't have to fish that out of me. Right. I will call you and go, oh my gosh, Jerry, you won't believe this. <laughs> someone passed away in my automobile. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Would you be interested in this documentary? Because I see it's been released. I am 100% in. Uh, who died? It does not involve any death or anything. Oh, wow. Um, but it just came out with some really cool, supposedly all behind the scenes footage not seen before. Uh, is this about the uh, the song? Yeah, I am interested. The documentary about we, we are, are the, the world, world and how it all came together yes. that night. I watched the trailer too, and yeah. I actually put it on a little note in my phone to watch it when we get back from Vegas or download it for the plane ride Ooh. coming home. That's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know how many parts it is. I'm not I think sure. it's just one. Yeah, ninety minute. I documentary. Think I think I'll put that on my uh, on my tablet for the flight back from because I don't know. Yeah. Going out there, we'll be together. Yeah, I don't everybody know. be talking. But going home, I'll be by myself on Friday afternoon. It'd be a perfect thing to watch. Yeah, it looks. First of all, when you do think about it, back in like '84 when that came out, '83, '84. I thought it was '85. '85, and the people that they got, the superstars that they the got, the top of the top. You have Bob Dylan. Yeah. Next to Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Next to. Lionel Richie, yeah. Michael Jackson, uh-huh. Bette Midler, Bette Midler, Billy Joel, yeah. Huey Lewis, who was huge in 1985, as big as they were, and they got them all there in one night. Mm-hmm. And it was just a couple of takes, right? It was yeah. one, wasn't it? One time through when they started doing it, the whole the chorus part, uh, the well, chorus part maybe. Yet, so yeah, we, we didn't watch it. I did see the in the trailer there. Lionel Richie is talking about how they were writing the verses while people were That's in the amazing. room. Not only that, like all the egos. So then you got to make like, uh, okay, if Huey Lewis is getting two lines, then Bob Dylan gets two. That that had to be 
Crazy. And I don't even know who was in charge of that. That sounds fun to me, though, to watch. Yeah. To see how that came. And who was it that they said declined? I feel I feel like in the trailer they said there was one or two big names that said no. I don't remember seeing it in the trailer. I do remember the story, though, okay. about it. About, like, like, Prince and Madonna were huge then, and they're not in it. I wonder if one of them was. Maybe, maybe they mentioned Prince. I don't remember. But it is a wild story, and it looks like something that would be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I saw it because I put on the documentary The Day the Music Died on uh, Saturday morning, I guess it was. What's that one about? Uh, it was about Buddy Holly, the crash. The plane crash. Uh, yeah, Richie Valens. The big bopper and, and Richie Valens. And it was about that that night and how it came to be and the town. And it was interesting, a little slow, but it was more so about, um, what's his name that sung the song? Uh, the day that uh, Don McLean. Oh, okay. The so he's still pie. alive. Yeah. And it's about the song and how the song came to be, but they give you the whole backstory. And it, the first half hour is really good, and then it really slows down. So I didn't see the whole thing because I got tired. Um, but before that came on, that's where I saw the trailer. Now, the I story think. of that one, were they going, they were flying to do a gig? Yeah, they had just finished a show. Was there anything special about the thing or was it just another stop or was there some um the only thing that was special about it was how richie valens ended up on the plane he won a coin toss a coin flip with, i forget who it was another guy who turned out to be a star i don't remember yeah. who it was uh and they were flying to minneapolis bad weather lots of wind flying from iowa and a pilot that got disoriented and thought he was ascending and he basically flew the plane right into the ground whoa yeah, couldn't see, weather wasn't great, and just whether it was the instrument panel, whatever the case may be, it was literally, if I remember what they said, a minute into the flight. Like, it took off, went right down. Wow. Yeah, and I think it was pilot error from what they established. Hmm. But, I, you know, I think of it, when I was watching it, you're watching the footage, and you see the, the, the plane rubble, and they show, the like, what the plane would have looked like, I guess. God, could you imagine, like... Flying now to me, I, I don't mind it. I love it, but I don't mind it. Um, think about how primitive the planes were, and these guys were flying all over the place. Yeah, and like it didn't matter whether they we can do it, we can get up, like until you can't. Right. Like imagine what a cockpit looks like now compared to then. Yeah, like the Beatles flew all over the world in the early '60s. In what? <laughs> no. I'm like, my God, at least baseball teams, I think, until the... I, no, that's probably not true. I was going to say at least until the 70s, we're still bussing it and riding trains everywhere. But I think that changed in the 60s, too, because a lot of it was local. But once teams moved to California and things branched out, everything changed. So maybe yeah. it was the 60s. Yeah. I don't know. Just thinking about... And they're talking about TWA. And I mean, like, what? <laughs> my God. And then in other ways, too, like... Because we used to fly a lot because my dad worked for Delta. So we flew a couple times to California. And there were planes that we were in that were double-decker planes. Really? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that had like... An upstairs and a downstairs? Yeah, and like the upstairs was a lounge. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of those planes. I've never been on one. But I don't think they have those anymore unless they're for super rich people. Maybe intercontinental flights? Maybe. Maybe if you fly into Asia... Or you're flying to Australia or something. Maybe they fly those bigger planes. That would know. be nice. I've never seen that. That I don't know. Because that was one of my favorite stories growing up that I heard is that uh, we were, 
my we were going out to California, mm. coming back from California, and my uh, my dad we be, we'd be able to fly for free in first class and all because my dad worked for Delta, and if the there was availability on the right. planes, and back then there was availability on planes, and he took the family would go and his parents he would bring. Oh, okay. So my grandfather, his dad was was not into um, you know Hollywood type stuff. He didn't care. So he uh, was on the plane and went up into the lounge area to have a drink, mm-hmm. and a guy kept asking him to play cards. And I guess he didn't want to play cards, and he said to my father, he goes, this freaking guy won't stop. It was uh, Gilligan from... No kidding. Yeah. Bob Denver? Bob Denver. Wow. And my grandfather wouldn't play cards with him. <laughs> that's <laughs> But it's funny. like you used to get cool experiences like that. I can imagine. No more, Jerry. Yeah, well, now I don't... crammed I don't... up. I also don't think private aviation was anything like no. what it is now. So celebrities flew first class on yeah. planes and then things like that. I'm sure there were those that did it, but I don't like now. Man, I don't even, like, what do you even think with the way private aviation is right now? Give me a number of a salary to where it's a legitimate thought that you could a couple of times a year fly privately to Florida or the Bahamas or Texas, something like that. I think uh, if you make it five hundred thousand yeah, a year. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. I was thinking half a million dollars a year. I would think so. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, after taxes, five hundred thousand dollars all of a sudden is about two sixty. So it's not like it's as much as it sounds. So maybe maybe a little more. But I think if you're doing it just a couple times a year, two. Well, you got to think ten thousand dollars each way. Each way, yeah. So you probably yeah. You know what? You make two sixty. If you take home two sixty, if you spend forty thousand on on four flights, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. I would do that. Clearly, I don't make $500,000 a year. <laughs> so we won't be doing that. I will not be doing that. <laughs> but it's become, it's now something that, it's not for the super wealthy. If You got to be wealthy. Right. But you don't have to be making, I don't think, $4 million a year to be doing that. Right. Don't you think it's funny, like, you and I have been on private planes? That's hilarious. Numerous times. Yeah, numerous times. Very strange. Mm-hmm. The weirdest And ones- treated like... You're like you're the one that booked it. Yeah, like they treat you like, oh, Mr. Dukes, Mr. Right. Yes, hi, how are you? That is true. Yeah, those Boomer Monday night trips used to be funny. Just in in you be on a small, you know, on BB on a private plane, be like me, Craig, Boomer, Marv Albert. <laughs> I never got that experience. Dan I only Marino. Got, I only got to go to New Orleans the one time. Yeah, so it was so weird. I never. Oh, uh, that's you know what? That's not true. I you know who I flew with. Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Uh, Boomer took me to AT&T Stadium when it was Cowboys oh, Stadium the cool. first year it opened. Yeah. For Cow- I think it was Cowboys Panthers, I believe. And what was great was we got there and he's, you know, he gave me the credential. He goes, yeah, you don't have a seat, so just scurry around. <laughs> okay. Like, where do I go? And it turned out it was a great night to go there because the booth right next to them was vacant. Oh, is he getting so out there? I wow. got to watch the game from no joke. Probably the booth that I now do games in. That's probably where I was. It's very similar um, sight line and, and same corner. Um, but yeah, and then coming back, Kevin Harlan, who couldn't have been a nicer guy. Oh my God, was he a sweetheart? But yes, those those trips were fun. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. It's the right way to go, man. Yeah, and it's weird when you'd be sitting there, you know, and you know. Part of the uh, the the younger kid in you goes more. There's more of Albert. Yes. No, the fifty year old in me is still like that. Would be more of Albert. It there's is funny Marv though. Be, between experiences like that with Boomer, even Craig, the one time we flew back from Dallas on a private plane yeah. with him, doing things like that, 
flying charters with Rutgers, even the few times I've flown with you where we upgrade the first class, when I got to take commercial with my family, yeah. I'm like, what is that? And yeah, I, I got to take a step back. I'm like, hey, jackass, right. you're not Marv Albert. <laughs> this is where you belong. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's dial it back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, I got to go security? I know. It's a really, to, to think spoiled. about it. Yeah, you get spoiled because it's a really cool experience. But then you kind of be like, what were you? Like, oh, we're flying regular, coach? I will tell you, when we went to Miami a few years ago for the Super Bowl, you asked my wife, I think she would tell you the best part of that trip was not Miami, was not going out, was not the beach. It was the flight there. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. She had, it was her only time yeah. on a private plane, and she thought it was the coolest thing. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. I think she's the one who took the picture of us in the gas masks. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure she's the one who took that photo. We had our N95 masks sure. on. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was, yes. You know, it's so funny that that, that was the uh, – the January or February before COVID really hit yes. is when we were hearing about COVID. Yep. And we got we were got these N95 masks to wear because Boomer was sick or somebody mm-hmm. was sick, and we were kind of jokingly had it. Yes. I remember when we got back from that trip, and I was emptying my my suitcase and all out, and I had this N95 mask. I was like, I'm going to throw this out. Then I was like, you know what? I guess you never know. I hung it in my closet. Did you really? Yeah, I still have it in my closet. I'm sure it's not even good. In, I don't know if those go bad or whatever it is. I don't know. But I remember I kept it. And that's something. And then four weeks later, you really needed I it. I needed one, yeah. Yeah. Or at least we're told you needed one. Correct. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Wait, tomorrow's Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. I'll yeah. be here with CeeLo. You're in for uh, Boomer one more one day. One more time, yes. And then Friday, a, a non-football Friday. We're all Friday. back together. And we're back. So...